Hello and welcome into another episode on the Labumba Pastors Blog. I'm Lasumba Jonathan. Today's lesson is a rebroadcast from our series in the Book of Proverbs. The title of the lesson is The Way of Fools. And our text to begin is Proverbs 12, verses 15 and 16, which say, says this, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. The vexation of a fool is known at once, but the prudent ignores an insult. Every person does the things they do because it seems best to them. The reasons the action seems best can vary greatly from person to person, but both foolish and wise people make decisions that seem best to them in the moment. The contrast between the wise and foolish in verse 15 is that the foolish can only see the wisdom in their own thinking, and they won't make any decision that they don't understand. The wise listen to counsel and, and will apply other people's knowledge to help them, even when they may not understand why that action is best. Little children often provide the best illustrations of foolish thinking. They don't have very much experience and their understanding is limited. There's a pastor who told a story about one of his sons taking his watch and flushing it down the toilet in their home. The pastor asked his son why he did that, and the son replied that he wanted to see what it would look like. It didn't occur to the child that dad's watch would be lost forever, nor that it wasn't something that should be played with. Children do those kinds of things frequently, but we also do foolish things from lack of experience too. I started a job when I was 14 years old at a food packaging business. Trucks would occasionally bring in large shipments of bulk supplies, and I was one of a few laborers involved in the unloading, inventory, and stocking. The first day I started there was, the, was the day after a, a truck was unloaded. The lobby area was full of pallets with heavy packages on them. I was told to move the pallets into various storerooms. Now there was a machine called a pallet jack that was made to slide beneath pallets, and you could very easily roll the whole pallet with all the goods on it down the hall. I, however, had never seen a pallet jack, and the machine wasn't in the lobby where the pallets were. So, in my inexperience, I started moving the contents of each pallet on my shoulder, item by item, to the storerooms. Thankfully, another worker checked on me about an hour after I had started. He asked me what in the world I was doing. I said I was moving the supplies like I was told. He proceeded to get the pallet jack from its location and loaded and moved a whole pallet in a matter of about 60 seconds, which had taken me an entire hour to do. I felt quite foolish but also elated at how much easier the rest of the work would be now that I had this machine. But suppose I told the other worker that I was going to just do it my own way anyways. That would be quite foolish, right? I would suffer because of my unwillingness to take his advice. But that's what this proverb says a fool does. A fool always believes his way is best even when someone else shows him otherwise. A wise person, in contrast, will take in the counsel and benefit from it. 
The second proverb speaks about a fool's lack of self-control and a wise person's self-restraint. There's a good verse that goes along with this. Proverbs 29 verse 11 says, A fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. Fools get emotional and are controlled by their emotions. Wise people control their emotions before giving a response. The chairperson of our board of directors in Canada has taught me a great deal about this through his example. There have been times I've frustratedly reported bad news to him and others where I've warmly reported good news. By his responses, you could hardly tell which was the bad news and which was the good. That's a very helpful characteristic for a leader to have. When bosses get easily frustrated with changing circumstances, it sets up an environment where no one wants to report any bad news. If I'm unreasonable or emotional, it's hard to approach me with a topic that might get you the brunt of my anger for your trouble. This is also true in marriages, friendships, and other relationships. It's hard to approach an angry husband to confess sin or report the wrongdoing of one of your children. The pastor who shared the story about his son throwing his watch away quite surprisingly said he did not even discipline his son for the action. He said the boy did it out of youthful folly. He didn't disobey any command. But how many fathers would stop to consider whether the loss of their watch was out of disobedience or mere foolishness? A fool is known for the complaints of his heart. I was once speaking to an employee following up a topic that was brought to my attention, and the employee said, Oh, everyone knows what so-and-so's complaints are because they speak about them to everyone. God tells us that, it, that it's the manner of fools to be like that, to share your grievances with anyone and everyone. Wise people can overlook insults. I once heard a statement about a dear friend of mine that I took as insulting. I didn't like what the person had said about my friend. And in my indignation, I shared the remark with my friend. My friend taught me a lot, though, in the way he responded to my indignation and the insult the other person had said about him. He said, well, I suppose that can be true about me at times. The coolness of his spirit instantly cooled mine, and I was convicted by the kindness and the Christian maturity in my friend's response. It showed me, too, that in my emotional response, I wasn't considering how sharing this remark might impact the relationship between my friend and the person who had made the comment about him. So, friends, do I have control over my emotions, or do my emotions rule over me? A great way to test yourself is to ask if your immediate reaction to trials is fear or faith. The Israelites saw many wonders from God with the plagues, yet when they stood before the Red Sea and saw the Egyptian army, they all panic, panicked and accused God of bringing them out to die. But Moses simply told the people to be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Does faith rule in our hearts? Do my actions testify about my wisdom or my foolishness? God bless you all.